0: It's definitely possible to, to start with the mindset of wanting a five or six figure business or a certain size and then like kind of stumbling your way into something bigger. But if you come at it the other way around, I think you're much more likely to get it because you're going to evaluate all of your opportunities based on what you really want.
1: This is Chris Reynolds and welcome to the Entrepreneur House podcast. The Entrepreneur House is a business accelerator for established entrepreneurs creating events and retreats all over the world. If you're ready to take your business to the next level with other successful entrepreneurs, be sure to apply at theentrepreneurhouse.com. And now, on to today's episode. On today's episode, we have Brandon Nolte, the founder of Healthy Hemp Oil, on the show. Healthy Hemp Oil is an e commerce store that has experienced rapid growth since the launch of the business in 2014. Brandon shares how he started this business with the idea that it would be a seven figure business from the very beginning. He never even thought about running a five or six figure business. His only focus was creating something that would reach a million dollar mark, and he did it very quickly. We talk with Brandon about the growth of his business, the health benefits of hemp oil, and the current state and future of the hemp industry. This is an industry that is on the brink of making a big change in the world, and here to share his knowledge is a good friend, Brandon Nolte. Welcome Brandon to the show. How are you today? I'm great. How are you, Chris? Fantastic. Thanks for asking, man. And you're calling in from sunny San Francisco, is that right?
0: Well, I don't know if it's sunny today, but yeah, it's (laughs) San Francisco.
1: (laughs) So, we want to jump into the show and get to know you as an entrepreneur, Brandon. So, tell the listeners how you became the entrepreneur that you are today.
0: Wow, that's a big question. (laughs) Uh, So, I guess I would consider myself still very early on in my entrepreneurial career. I got started with my first uh, online business in 2012, and that was a business where we created books and sold them on Amazon, and I hired a team of writers and editors and graphic designers to create content and kind of worked as the project manager to put the books together and sell them into uh, niches that I thought were hot. So, one example of a, of a, a book that did really well for us was uh, a paleo crockpot recipes uh, book, and, and that kind of took off, you know, with a couple trends like CrossFit and uh, paleo diet and stuff that happened to be happening at that time. And um, it was a great little business that I, I got started. It's the one that got me out of my 9-to-5 job. I was kind of, you know, burning the wick at both ends by working in the morning, working at nighttime, sometimes while I was at work, just trying to get stuff done to get out of this job. And I was fortunate that I... Um, the strategy paid off, within eight months I was able to uh, basically double the income I was getting from my, my current job and I wasn't making that much so it wasn't hard to do but it was enough to convince me that I had something going and and then from there I, I started my new company uh, in 2014 which is HealthyHempOil.com where we sell Hemp extracts that help people reduce anxiety and reduce stress. So they are very similar to the products that you would get in a medical marijuana dispensary, except they don't contain any THC in them. So you can't actually get high with our products. And you know, a lot of people are in, in their maybe 50s and 60s that have joint pains, trouble sleeping, anxiety issues, and uh, we offer them products that help them to relieve those, those, uh, ailments, uh, without getting them high. So, so that's kind of my progression from first business to where I am currently.
1: Let's go back to your Kindle business, Brandon. I'd like to learn a little bit more about that. Where did you get the idea to hire your own content writers and create books on Kindle and sell them?
0: Yeah, I'd love to say that I was smart enough to come up with the strategy <laughs> on my own, but I sure wasn't. I actually heard of a, a friend, it was like through the grapevine, a friend of a friend I heard about was doing this strategy, which was creating content on Amazon, creating ebooks on this platform where anyone could self-publish and making decent money. And so I reached out to my friend, and I was like, hey, can you, uh, you know, get me in touch with this guy? And so I ended up having a phone call and having a dinner with this guy and he told me that he watched an online course about how to do this. And I was like, wow, this is <laughs> this is crazy. Somebody's already kind of codified the 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 whole strategy and, and is selling that as a program. And so I I got a copy of the course. I studied it and the the light bulb just kind of switched. I was like, you know, he he laid it out very simply. It was like you know, you want to take a look at the different categories and see what's hot. And then you go in and, you know, it's much more complex than that. But you then you find out how to create a book that somebody would want about that topic by, you know, looking at these different websites to find out the most common questions that people have. And then you organize it and then you, you hire writers. And, you know, so it kind of like walks you step by step through the process. And I was just blown away. I was like, wow, I could do this you know, I can follow directions. That's not that hard. Mm -hmm. And so I decided to just give it a shot. And I think the first, the first week, so I spent, I probably spent maybe $500 on the first book, maybe $700 on the second book. So over a $1,000 initially to get the first two books done. And I hired writers to do them. And I put them online, I think in the first maybe month I made like $2.47
1: <laughs>
0: you know like absolutely nothing uh-huh. and and I was so excited because that was really? the first money I'd ever made online and I was like wow if I if I just put more books out I'll make more money and the next month I made you know $4 or $10 and the next month after that it was 40 and and then at this point I I had a a book idea that I, I thought would really take off. At the time, before I got into Kindle Books, I was actually creating a, a piece of mobile software. I was creating an app that, uh, that I thought had the potential um, to make a little money. I didn't think it was a great idea, but. It was just a little reminder to help you keep in touch with friends that you, you miss from the past. Just a simple reminder thing. And I realized through developing that, that software was really hard. And and so I had kind of had these skills from trying to build this piece of software that I then took over to the Kindle uh, business, and I realized that creating content is so much easier. Yeah. and And so I forget my point. Of that story, but um, there was a lot that I leveraged through my first kind of quote-unquote failure. Whereas, you know, I realized that I spent probably five to six thousand dollars of just you know disposable income. This was money just coming in from my from my current uh, paycheck mm-hmm. into this app, and the app didn't go anywhere, you know. And then I put in a thousand dollars, you know, and make you know at least ten dollars in a couple of months. I'm like, okay, this is. This is good. Oh, the app. Sorry. So so the app that I created, I thought I thought the skill set that I built was valuable in that somebody might want to learn how to, to create an app if they didn't have any coding language. So I hired, I outsourced. Okay. So my first book that really took off with the Kindle business was a book on how to create Android apps if you're not a coder. And when that book came out, I wrote it myself and had an editor and put a lot of time and effort into it, which was a little different than the first two books. And I started, I, I think the first week I made, you know, 40 bucks that week. And then the next week I made 100 bucks that week and, you know, then 150. And um, it wasn't, you know, I wasn't, it wasn't life changing by any means. But I was like, wow, if I can do that 10 times, I'm, you know, making enough money to pay rent and all this stuff. So it just kind of started to snowball. I started to see the potential in what I was doing was working, and that made me much more willing to work hard at it.
1: How many books did you do in total, Brandon? I think
0: there was was over 50, including audiobooks as well.
1: And where were you getting the
0: ideas for these books? So that was just a research process. Uh It was simply looking online on Amazon and, and kind of trying to figure out which of these categories is really, uh, it's kind of like the, the analogy of like, where should you, where should you sit at a poker table, right? For business, where do you want to place your chips? Mm-hmm. Well, some tables are hot, some tables are going to make a lot of money. Um, you know, it was the same thing with Amazon. Some industries. Are really hot and and popular, right? So what I wanted to find were categories where there was a lot of demand, where I could figure out how to add value to it, and so I would find the categories that were were um, hotter than others based on the Amazon bestsellers rank, uh, which is something that Amazon provides. It's a it's a number, and then you can kind of compare categories and see, okay, this category is a little hotter, and A second layer to that is then you find out how much competition is in that category, right? Because if it's really hot, but there's lots of competition, there's not as much value that you can add to it. It's a crowded space. So it was a fine balance between those two.
1: And give us an example. I know you mentioned paleo, but what were some other topics that you created books from?
0: Sure. There were stuff on productivity. Uh, My... Mike, just to step back a second, my kind of life philosophy is healthier and happier. That's how I try to live my life, and that's kind of how I want to be able to help other people. So I take that as kind of a lens for the projects that I like to work on. And when choosing books, I wanted to create content that was educational and helped people live happier and healthier lives. So the Paleo Crockpot recipes, I thought, would save people time, would be really healthy and nourishing recipes for them and you know likewise with productivity hacks um trying to think of what else we had. the android app book you know same kind of digital nomad productivity hack stuff
1: what was your most popular book
0: it was the Crockbot recipe by far
1: okay that's incredible why did you decide to move from the kindle book publishing field into what you're doing
0: today Yeah, I think there's a couple of reasons. One is that I feel like I kind of tapped out on my learning potential. So with the Kindle books, it was a really great way to get my feet wet in business because Amazon takes care of a lot of the variables that you have to deal with for a successful business. Mm -hmm. They take care of the marketing. They take care of the customer service. They take care of the fulfillment because it's a digital product. Uh, basically all you have to do is find out what people want and then create a product for it. So that was really all I had to learn. And, and you know, it makes it much easier for you to have success if you're only having to focus on one skill set rather than many. So after the first, you know, eight, ten months, I, I felt like I really kind of got the hang of it and kind of wanted more. And then I wanted to learn how to do email marketing. I wanted to learn how to do customer service. I wanted to learn how to do fulfillment to some extent. And and so that combined with wanting to see if I could run what I would consider a, a real business, um, I, I wanted to kind of distance myself from Amazon and, and not be so reliant on just one source of income. I, I essentially wanted to own my own platform. And, and that's why I created the, one of the reasons why I created the e commerce store and business.
1: So, healthy hemp oil is your main business today. And tell us, where did you get the idea for it?
0: I met a guy who originally, you know, we were just kind of friends online. I did some work with him before and we kind of know each other. And he had used a, a hemp product to wean himself off of Xanax. He had a a, a terrible, you know, kind of anxiety ridden life and his he always had to have his prescription by his side, you know, would have panic attacks without it. And he started taking this this hemp oil product and it helped him really overcome a lot of those issues without having any of the side effects from the Xanax prescription. And that kind of opened my eyes to some alternative Medicine, you know, I, I wasn't really uh, that that into stuff like that um, back in the day. I didn't know anything about it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And you know, when I first learned about it, I I thought it was it was just interesting, really. You know, it's it's like you can get some parts of cannabis, but not other parts. You know, and and now having been in the business, I kind of see both sides because I came from a total novice to now kind of understanding. And really what we're seeing in this in the cannabis industry is we're seeing kind of a a decoupling of all the different components of cannabis into different parts and what they're good for. You know, we used to think of cannabis as just kind of, well it's you know, it's marijuana and and hemp. Mm -hmm. And those two different things. And and even within those two different plants, there are uh, you know, over 80 different chemical compounds that do various things and we're just barely scratching the surface on on what they can do. So I was honestly just fascinated by it and you know, I heard about this guy um, who was so, uh, he was so excited that this helped him with his anxiety that he decided to start selling it himself and become a rep for one of the manufacturers. and. You know, to make a, a lo- long story short, we ended up kind of having a partnership early on where he helped me uh, get in contact with the suppliers and and I, I sent him some of the profits until we got started and and then we just renegotiated after we started to grow and it was a, a great partnership.
1: So I have a definitely novice question because I'm not quite clear on it. Is there a difference between a marijuana plant and a hemp plant?
0: Yep. Okay. Yeah. So the hemp plants are sturdier. They're a little thicker. They're grown for, you know, industrial hemp is grown for clothing and for paper and for, you know, you can build stuff out of it. It's got tons of uses. So so it's meant for that kind of sturdy stalk. It's not grown for the recreational aspects that marijuana is grown for. What? Marijuana. Go ahead. Marijuana is grown for, you know, it was. Cultivated to be high in THC specifically to be used in recreational and medical purposes. So this, this, so those both both hemp and marijuana come from the same class of families, which is cannabis. Uh, but they're two totally different plants in regards to the quantities of their cannabinoids, the chemical compounds within them.
1: Is growing hemp illegal in the U.S. now?
0: You can grow it. In the US you can't you can't sell products that are made from industrial hemp. Okay. You know, it's all it's really kinda wacky. Um yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of nuances to it. But we we import all of our our hemp from out of the country and that's fine, but they just don't want you to use anything that is grown in the united states i i can't tell you why that's the case
1: okay it's just the way that it is so they still won't let you grow hemp and make rope or clothes out of it in the united states correct
0: you might be able to make clothing and and uh and apparel and stuff i i don't know i'm not really on the retail the uh, apparel side of stuff but in terms of uh supplements you cannot
1: The benefits of this really kind of inspired you and and tell us about the steps that you started to take to create the business.
0: Yeah like I don't know like anything I I kind of obsess about researching the best strategy first and I I watched a bunch of programs about creating great e-commerce stores and being able to provide great customer service and you know just looked up to different companies like Zappos and, and read about tony and what he's been able to do with that company and how he really kind of changed the game with with customer service i wanted to to kind of provide that same feel for our customers as well and i gotta say it's it's not easy it's it's a very hard thing to do Mm -hmm. but um in order to get started yeah it was just a curiosity for what can i do to create a really great company and 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 then just put one foot in front of the other, really.
1: When was it, 2012 or 2013 when you started Healthy Hemp Oil? We launched, we started selling
0: in 2014.
1: And I know you experienced quite a bit of rapid growth. Yeah. What was that like for you to start Healthy Hemp Oil? And we met, I think, in the summer of 2015, and you guys had hit a hockey stick of growth already. What was that like for you starting a new business that you haven't, been in, and then to experience a really rapid growth in that amount of time.
0: Yeah, it feels amazing. It feels great. I mean, that's why you get into the business, right? That's why you, you start your own business, I, I think. It's for those moments where you can look back and, and say, wow, we, you know, we learned so much, we, we grew a lot, and this is just a really exciting time. And, you know, I don't want to look back just through rose-colored colored glasses because, you know, I went through and still go through on a, on a daily, weekly basis, you know, trials and tribulations for the business. It's, it's a lot of work, and um, I wouldn't change it for the world. But, but yeah, I think that's, that's part of the exciting part of it. You know, I got out of the 9 to 5, so I wouldn't have the same day every day. I got out of the 9-to-5 so I would have control over how I spent my time and where I put my energy and what I could learn, you know. That's the most exciting thing to me is is having the control over what I get to learn. And owning your own business is a great way to do that.
1: How long did it take before it really took off, Brandon?
0: Uh, well, I don't know. So my first... My first goal in starting it was I I wanted to make $2,000 in revenue in the first month or I was going to do something else. Really? So my, mind you, I, I put in probably two months of effort creating content, learning about PPC campaigns to set the, the PPC campaigns up. Um, I created a whole bunch of con- like starter content for the website so that was all in place. Uh, and then I kind of just like hit go January 1st with the PPC campaigns. And um, in the first month, we did about 4000 in revenue, which uh, kind of blew me away. And I was like, okay, great. We've, we've got something. Uh, let's double down on what's working. Let's keep pushing forward.
1: And where are the products coming from? You're ordering them from abroad, but who's producing them?
0: So we work with a manufacturer in Michigan to To create our products. We also sell other manufacturers' products as well. So you could consider us kind of an Amazon-esque store uh, for this industry.
1: I want to dig in about the health benefits of hemp oil and really where the industry is growing. And I, I was looking on your blog, and I saw actually so many different benefits that hemp oil can help people that I never even knew about. I think the more we study and learn about hemp oil and hemp products, really, the more we're learning about how beneficial of a product this is. What are some of the benefits to hemp?
0: Sure. So first off, let me just make a disclaimer. I'm not a doctor. Mm -hmm. You know, I I can't make any recommendations. I can't, uh, you know, especially on specific ailments or diseases. That's definitely a no-no. Um, you know, what I can say is we do have a lot of anecdotal evidence from, from people who have really great success with our products for, for various things. And, uh, you know, you can see those on, on the reviews of our products. Um, you know, some of them are, are related to things like general, you know, pain, uh, like joint, joint pain, um, kind of achiness, or, uh, you know, mood, like stress and anxiety type stuff, um, personally, that's probably my favorite use is just to take some to calm down as if, you know, some people would grab a beer. Um, it's just a very subtle way of kind of taking off the edge without, you know, making you feel like you're uh, drugged up, so to speak. And another one would be sleeping. So it's all kind of in, in the same kind of theme, like cooling, calming, relaxing, um which I think is is really needed at a time like this where, you know, our lives are crazy. We're expected to do so much as humans in society right now. And, you know, a lot of us are overworked and underslept and, you know, probably overprescribed on on pharmaceuticals as well. And and I don't wanna knock pharmaceuticals out uh, you know, in general, because I think they do a lot of great work pushing the envelope for research for for specific things. Um, we just hear from a lot of our uh, customers that they they specifically want to get off of certain things because of the uh, the side effects that they have. And and so far, there are no known side effects of uh, using hemp extracts, and you know, no chance of overdosing. You know, unlike some other chemicals, so. It's very safe, it's very subtle, uh, and it just provides kind of a calming, relaxing effect.
1: Does the oil come from the seeds? Is that how they process it? They extract it from the seeds and then create the hemp oil?
0: Yeah, so it comes from the seeds and the stalks. And what they do is what's called a CO2 CO2 extraction process, Uh where uh, they, they use the CO2 to kind of pull out these chemicals and that's a really clean way to do it compared to some other ways of, of extracting oils, some of which, you know, sometimes they use things like butane, like lighter fluid, to, to extract all these oils, which leaves a whole bunch of nasty residue and, you know, chemicals for your body. So we also make sure that we try to provide a really clean product. We have everything third-party lab tested to ensure that it's got the amounts that we describe in our products and and you know we take great pride in in trying to provide really great education and and the best products out there because we know that there's there are some people out there who don't care about quality and and that's a shame
1: brandon where do you see this going for the next five to ten years
0: (sighs) Hmm. honestly It's it's going to go pharmaceutical. Yeah, you know it's. I think eventually big pharma is going to catch on that these products and this plant in particular has a lot of really wonderful effects that that people are really that are really really helping people out, and I think it's just a matter of time before they start putting those those products through. Trials and uh, getting them pumped out into Walgreens. I think in the next maybe you know five ten years, you'll start seeing marijuana-based products in Walgreens and and big big box stores like Target and stuff like that. You know, just alongside Tylenol.
1: Do you think the U.S. will ever let farmers grow hemp?
0: Yeah, I think I think it's kind of inevitable. Eventually, that'll happen. You know, it's just a matter of when. Yeah. That's just my personal opinion.
1: Uh, Brandon, I want to ask about the difference between five and the six figure mentality for you. And then I, I think you hit the seven figures. I don't know for sure. Some of the things you did to, that helped you get to those levels of business.
0: I I don't know if my mindset has changed at all. Okay. From the beginning, I, I did want something big. I wasn't shooting to... To make a five-figure business, I wanted a million-dollar business. Okay. I wanted to build a big business, and now is that yeah, was that with the
1: Kindle business or the hemp business? Or with both? the hemp business, okay. Hemp.
0: Yeah, the first one was just kind of like learn some skills, make some money, and try mm-hmm. to try to get out of my job. The second one, I wanted to take what I learned and and do better and learn more. And yeah, I mean, a million dollars is like a totally arbitrary number, mm-hmm. but when you hit that milestone, you just feel really good that you've accomplished something. You've been able to provide enough value that that people are willing to pay you that much money in return for it. So um, in terms of mindset, I would say that my, my mindset from the beginning was, I want that. I want that seven-figure business. And I think that that's helpful because you make different choices, right? We'll go back to the poker analogy, where you're gonna sit at the table. It's, it's definitely possible to, to start with the mindset of wanting a five or six figure business or a certain size and then like kind of stumbling your way into something bigger. But if you come at it the other way around, I think you're much more likely to get it because you're gonna evaluate all of your opportunities based on what you really want. So in this case, I saw this industry as not just something really fascinating and exciting, but also kind of a, a, a big trend in the U.S. going towards uh, using cannabis for healthy uh, purposes. And and so I was able to, to think and project that, you know, maybe this would be a really big business and would have the potential for that. So does that kind of make sense? Yeah, it does.
1: Any other recommendations you would give to the listeners, and I want to ask you this personally, about creating a business focused around the idea of being healthier and happier? How do you structure your business in your life to keep that as a foundation?
0: Yeah. Well, I I think one of them is one we kind of already mentioned, right? What industry are you going to play in? What product are you going to sell? You know, I, I personally have to really believe in the product and have to feel like it's helping people. You know, I, I could have started a store selling, you know, office chairs or something, but I just wouldn't be in it. I wouldn't be excited. You know, what, what gets me excited is to hear from a customer who's, whose husband hadn't, hadn't slept well in 10 years and took our product, slept so well that the husband thought that he died that mm-hmm. night. 'Cause he was so he slept so peacefully. Um, you know, it's those kind of stories that really get me excited. Yeah, I think I think one way is to build it in a way where I don't have to be working every day, all day. Mm-hmm. So I definitely take the four hour work week to heart and wanted to build a, a systemized approach to business where I am not the one always having to provide the value in my business. So I, I hire great people we have a great team here that helps me out and I'm so blessed to be working with them you know and they in turn allow me to be able to to be healthy to be active you know to to have a social life to to do the things that I need to do um, to have fun and be happy and healthy outside of the business so that when I come to work I can take all of my energy and, and be ready to go
1: All right, my friend, I think we're going to wrap up there. If the listeners want to get a hold of you or learn more about Healthy Hemp Oil, where could they do that at?
0: They can go to HealthyHempOil.com or send me an email at Brandon, B-R-A-N-D-O-N, at HealthyHempOil.com. Tell me that you came from the podcast.
1: Very cool. Brandon, I want to give you a big thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate you taking your time and giving us some Good wisdom and tips and tricks to share with the listeners. Absolutely. It was a blast. And listeners, thank you for tuning in. We're going to wrap up there and see you all on the next episode. Bye, everybody. The Entrepreneur House is a business accelerator for established entrepreneurs. Imagine spending an extended period of time with other successful entrepreneurs working together and growing your business. Day-to-day, you interact with other driven and smart business people. Spending an extended period of time around them alters your business and your mentality around business. Goals are set, business grows, new partnerships develop, greater profit margins are achieved, the productivity skyrockets for those that are in the entrepreneur house, and you get to have an incredible adventure while doing it. This year we have three different events, a three-day productivity weekend in different cities all around the world, a two-week all-inclusive retreat for entrepreneurs with six-figure businesses. This will be full of workshops, masterminds, and adventure. Then a four-week event in Chiang Mai, Thailand for established entrepreneurs, also full of workshops, masterminds, advisors, and fun weekend social events. Be sure to check out the details at theentrepreneurhouse.com as soon as possible. These events will fill up fast. For those of you that are interested in have some questions, be sure to contact us through theentrepreneurhouse.com forward slash contact. We will respond as soon as possible. For now, saludos from somewhere in the world.